Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining me on the Hope for Today broadcast. I'm your host, Doran Wengerd, founder of Wengerd Ministries, where we are delivering hope to every heart. Again, if you've been impacted by these messages and you'd like to partner with us, please text the word GIVE to 844-333-7227. Or you can go to wengerdministries.org and click GIVE. You can check out Awakening Fire or Flights for Hope, be asking the Lord if He wants you to sow financial seed, and then come and be a part of the work that God is doing through Wengerd Ministries. Now, if you missed the last couple of messages, be sure to go back and listen to them. I asked the questions, who is God who, and who is Jesus? And I tried to highlight the truth that every answer in our life begins with the knowledge of God. Today, I want to start out with a statement that describes one aspect about God. And this is the title to today's message. God is light. I heard a preacher the other day talking about creation and what God had done back at the very beginning of time and how he created this amazing world and all that is in it. My heart was just filled with wonder and excitement and amazement. It, it kind of like I was there when it all began. And I was thinking, how did God feel when he had finally revealed what had been growing in his heart from eternity past? I was traveling through the countryside a few weekends ago and I was seeing some wide open areas with no houses or signs of civilization, I guess, except for the road uh, that I was driving on. But I began to think of how many areas there are in the world where God's creation has continued to function in much of the same way. Actually, most of the, the same natural laws working as when he first formed it. And I say most of the natural laws because the supernatural laws of the kingdom of God used to be as natural as gravity is for us today. You think of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. They functioned in the supernatural and in the natural just as naturally as we do uh, in, in our physical lives. It was all normal for them. They saw God. They experienced him in a perfect union with him. It wasn't until sin separated Adam and Eve from the Spirit of God that the eyes of their hearts were darkened. And this is what it means to be carnal or of the flesh only. Most of us grew up learning the phrase, seeing is believing. But it is really faith that opens your heart to the things of the Spirit. And therefore, it's more accurate to say believing is seeing. That's how you will see it manifest, is to believe it first. So when there's a struggle in the world around us, we, it's easy to just look at the problems in humanity and, and kind of forget that our big God is watching out for all of us. He is our Father, and He is more than capable of taking care of all of the details in our lives. He is actually described in His Word as having so much more power than anything we have seen or even imagined. And as I was thinking about this and preparing, I just... I just felt compelled to encourage you to turn your eyes on him continually. He's not worried about your situation in any way. He desires to work in your life, maybe more than you've ever realized. And this is not the first time that he has ever seen a crisis. He has seen evil at work before and he's beaten it over and over again. His heart is good and right toward all of his children. In Genesis 1 verses 3 and 4, it says, Then God said, Let there be light 
and there was light. God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. So the very creation of light came from God speaking it out. Now, I want to turn your attention to the New Testament, where the light of God is described. This is in 1 John, um, verses 5, 6, and 7. I could start at the beginning, but I'm just going to read uh, starting in verse 5. It says, This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. And then verse 7, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanses us from all sin. Notice verse 5, it's really where the title comes from. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. This is how he could create it, because he actually is light. And then can you see the, the words light and life? They go hand in hand. They really describe the same attributes about God himself. It's because he is light that he's able to bring light into the world. It's because he is life that his very presence in us gives us life. It's the light of God in you and the light of God in me that gives us a connection far deeper than just something we can achieve over a, a digital platform. So I don't know if you're watching this or listening to this, but the fellowship that we can have with one another when we are connected spiritually, it's a connection of light and life because it's a connection of the very light and life of God himself. See, we have a choice every day to look for the light and life around us or just focus only on the darkness that the enemy of our souls is trying to force upon us. In uh, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4, it says, "...whose minds the God of this age has blinded who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them." See, the enemy has darkened the hearts of people so that the light of the gospel would not shine on them. And I think it's time that we see ourselves truly the way God sees us, and really the way that all spiritual beings see us. See, we're not only human. We have the very light of God in us. If we, we've even been called the children of light in Ephesians 5. In fact, I want to read that uh, in verse, starting in verse 8 through 14. He says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are, that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore he says, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Do you see here how he makes this clear distinction of darkness and light, and how light exposes the works of darkness? See, we're not only to have the light of God in us, but even more importantly, we are to be the light of God to those around us. With all of the evil being promoted around the world and really direct attacks being mounted against people, we are the carriers of light and of hope. When you're not sure what you have to offer to others or how you can encourage a situation, just remember that you are the city that is set on a hill. 
Others will look to you for encouragement because they instinctively know that you are a carrier of light. I don't know if you've seen uh, or, or listened to the messages that I had on body, soul, and spirit, or spirit, soul, and body, but we have a tendency to think of ourselves and others only in our physical form. But when you look only on the, only on the outward, you're missing the most important part of yourself and of other people. People may not be aware of even why they are drawn to you if they've never had this described to them, but that won't change the fact that they are drawn to you, kind of like bugs are drawn to a light. I'm not making a reference that people are bugs, but if you think of it, you turn a light on in in the darkness, the bugs just fly to it. They don't think about, oh, I should fly to that. It's just a natural tendency. They're drawn to the light. See, all of humanity is waiting for the children of God to be revealed. And the devil wants nothing more than to keep all of us hidden in fear. See, Jesus came to the earth as the light of the world. But when he resurrected and went to be with his father, he actually changed it. I want you to look at Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16. He says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Now, did you recognize how he changed it? See, Jesus came as the light of the world, but he changed it, and he said, now you are the light of the world. And I mentioned it before, you're a city that is set on a hill. Think of that in in a dark night. What would that look like? The city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden. There's light being, being shown around into the valley. So he made each of us the light of the world. Now, I'm sure I don't need to say this here, but I'm going to say it anyway. You're, you are not the light of the world all on your own or because you have made yourself that in your own strength. It's only in the power of Jesus himself and by the power of the Holy Spirit that you are who you are. See, it's his light shining through us. But most people have a harder time of acknowledging who they really are in Christ and of living that way to those around them. Did you see in those verses there that Jesus wasn't telling them to let his light shine? He said very clearly, let your light shine before men. He also made it very clear that it is your good works which brings glory to your Father in heaven. See, he's saying, you don't hide. Let me shine through you. Let me do the works through you. I said it earlier today, and you know, just thinking of the city that's set on a hill or a light that's put on a lampstand, it gives light to all who are in the house. Whenever there's a dark situation, when one person is there who's full of the Spirit of God, he brings light. Each of us is put in a position where we can only be the light of Jesus to those around us if we actually believe that that's actually who we are. Do you understand that you have to believe it or you can darken the eyes of your your own heart by unbelief. I want you to think back to creation, how God imagined and he planned all these things into existence. He he truly did. He planned it. He imagined it. He thought of it. He, He began to birth it in the womb of his imagination and he imagined you as a carrier of his light. He knew that there would be problems in the world. He knew that the devil would bring destruction and try to corrupt this wonderful creation. 
but he also knew that his own son would bring redemption and restoration to all of humanity and to all of creation as well. See, Jesus is the lamb who was slain before the foundation of the world. See, God knew that all of this would happen and he created the way that he could be in us and that he could shine through us. He saw you and I not only as the believers of this truth, but he saw us as the vessels which literally carry his light and his life to expose darkness, to bring restoration, to offer healing, to give hope. He lives in us, and if we can think of it this way, he lives through us. Does that make sense? He lives through you. It's as if your body is a, like a glove, or you just think of a, a clear latex glove. I should have brought one with me. When his spirit fills you, the very light of God is visible through you from the inside out. He is looking out of your eyes. He's loving others through your touch. He's offering words of encouragement through your voice. When you deny who you really are in Christ, he is limited in what he can do through you. However, when you acknowledge and believe who you really are as a, let's say, a a clear glove being full of the Holy Spirit, he is then free to live and move by offering himself openly to everyone you meet. So my encouragement to you is let your light shine. Remember, the good news of Jesus is described as light. He himself is described as light. We are described as light, and the darkness that, Jesus, that, that people feel without Jesus is automatically dispelled when we, we are in their presence, when we come into the room. The only thing required to chase the darkness from a room is simply turn on the light. Can you, do you remember as a kid maybe uh, being afraid of the dark, and if you turn on the light, there's just this immediate flood of joy, of, of comfort, of peace. You feel okay when the light gets turned on. See, a light doesn't have to try to make the darkness run away. The very existence of a light in the room makes darkness an impossibility. The light just is, and darkness isn't. We don't even have to try to be something we're not. Your very presence in a situation means that darkness cannot stay. In the same way that a light bulb brings light from the inside out, if you think of the filament inside of it, or an LED um, strip inside of a light bulb, that light begins on the inside. And so we bring light from the inside out of us. See, it's the light of God in us that shines out through us. So I want you to go. I want to encourage you. Go and be the light of God in a dark world. Love people unconditionally. Let God love them through you. Let him encourage them through you. Let him touch others through you. Let him be the light through you. Remember, Jesus had to make himself available to the Father by faith before the Father could do the works he did through him. We need to make so that we are available to him. All of this is about glorifying the Father, but he does so by displaying his glory in the Son and in us. Ask him for the knowledge of God and you will find Jesus. Ask him to reveal Jesus, and he will manifest himself in you. Now, you are the light of the world. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. God bless you. Mm